Hello and welcome to the Contemporary Talk with Zenet. This episode is brought to you by SME Go Namibia. SME Go Namibia promotes responsible capitalism through SME empowerment. In this maiden episode, I will dissect the National Equitable Economic Empowerment Framework. Personally, I feel the framework is some form of reverse apartheid, provided that it seeks to empower black people unfairly. I think it's unfair because if they were built during an economically unfair time, white-owned businesses were built from the ground up. If anything, the government of the day should learn from the colonial government on how to empower the people it serves and empower every citizen without racial or sexual preference, right? And I'm disappointed that the government thought it right to demoralize black business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs by telling us that we will have shares in established and successful white-owned businesses as if we are incapable of starting our own businesses as profitable as those of our white brothers and sisters. In fact, I think the government failed at providing an equal playing field for us all to be successful, which would equally drive national economics on a forward and upward trajectory, and this bill is some form of damage control. But before I completely rant about the bill, I'll share the eight pillars that make up the entire framework and govern the office held by the commissioner to enforce the laws of the bill. Ownership is the first pillar, which is aimed at promoting equitable ownership of entities and productive assets in Namibia. This suggests a percentage number of shares held directly or indirectly by empowerment beneficiaries. At this point, you can take a guess at who the empowerment beneficiaries are. The term will be coming up regularly. The second pillar is management control and un- uh, and, and employment e- equity, right? So that's um, management control and employment equity. Now, this ensures that management structures and workforces of entities in Namibia reflect an accurate overall demographic of the population. This particular objective is a tricky one because governance and business leadership is tribally unbalanced as it is in the country. Never mind racially, um, uh, I mean racial disparities. Anyway... This pillar suggests a percentage number of exercisable voting rights by empowerment beneficiaries and a percentage of empowerment beneficiaries in executive and senior management positions. Human resource and skills development is the third pillar. This pillar seeks to strengthen the skills and human resource base in Namibia. This will be achieved by measuring the extent at which employers carry out initiatives aimed at empowerment beneficiaries. A key indicator with the will be the dollar expenditure on this development i mean on skills development under this pillar employees are or employers rather are responsible for the growth of adult employees my favorite is the fourth the entrepreneur development pillar it aims to enhance the economic growth of entities owned by empowerment beneficiaries sort of a national spoon feeding scheme the government will cover overhead costs provide services at discounts or no costs at all, and financial independence for empowerment beneficiaries. Black Namibians will run businesses with no overhead costs. Well, in some cases. The fifth pillar is called the procurement pillar. The government will grow development uh, by sourcing goods, works, and services from empowerment beneficiaries. A key indicator will include the expenditure on the procurement of goods or Namibian goods, um, works, and services, It will ensure uh, that entities owned by empowerment beneficiaries are integrated into value chains. Now, I agree with the value chain part, Um, not particularly within the bill, but adding 
black businesses in value chains is an important thing that government should have done and should actually look at doing. Um, and we could look at any industry. Value chain is a massive income contributor to, to companies and a company that is involved in a value chain somewhere in the middle of a value chain before the end product actually moves the needle in terms of, of, of um, economic viability and, and economic growth within a said country. Moving on, the corporate social responsibility pillar comes in at number six. Um, this pillar promotes the well-being and upliftment of the empowerment beneficiaries. A key indicator is the percentage spending on net profit after tax deductions in the form of monetary or non-monetary contributions. The seventh pillar is the value addition and innovations pillar. This is, this to me is by far the smartest and um, therefore the most important pillar. It's a pity that it is buried among the rubble of legal theft. The pillar aims to promote an export-driven economy graduating from trading and extraction to manufacturing and value addition. However, skills will need to be transferred to empowerment beneficiaries. Whether it's only to them, I'm not sure. Finally, and number eight, we have the empowerment financing pillar. It aims to promote sustainable financing for the establishment and sustaining of entities owned by empowerment beneficiaries. A key indicator will be the investments, loans, grants, and access to finance facilities. If you like me, then the entire NIF bill suggests that white business owners are responsible for the economic empowerment of previously disadvantaged Namibians, which are predominantly black. As a father, I will never take a toy another kid created because they had the tools and give it to my daughter. The better thing to do is to allow an environment in which my daughter can create her own toys. That means give her access to the resources and ensure she can obtain the skills necessary. That, my friends, are my thoughts on the NIF bill. I reject the bill and suggest the government goes back to the drawing board and actually take the time to understand their responsibilities. The Namibian government has been confused for the longest period of time now, and it's ridiculous. A great example is, or, or, I mean, an example of this confusion is how the Ministry of Education or Higher Education takes a decision on grade 11 school leavers, yet national institutions of higher learning deny this learners access, all under the same government, the same president, the same prime minister, the same cabinet ministers. I mean, what do they discuss in their meetings? Thank you for joining me. Don't forget to head over on Facebook and visit SMEGO Namibia. SMEGO Namibia promotes responsible capitalism through the empowerment of SMEs. My people, take care and God bless Namibia. This is the Contemporary Talk with Zenit.